0: Good morning, good morning, and happy Monday. It is Jasmine Elizabeth with the Jazz Jewel of the Week. I said good morning, but it could be good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, Today is Monday, July 26th of 2021, and you have tapped into the Jazz Jewels podcast of the week, where we give weekly affirmations, thoughts, scriptures, voices, just um, insight on things to help you grow, to help you be better, um, to help you reflect and get a little bit closer to the God in you. So, thank you for tuning in on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you may be. We are approaching three thousand downloads, so I'm extremely grateful that you guys tune in every week, however you see fit. Um, continue to share and subscribe, continue to provide feedback for me. If there's something that you would like me to talk about or something that you would like me to bring clarity to, shoot me an inbox, um, a text message, leave me a message on my website, however you see fit. But I would love to communicate with you all to interact with you all so that it's not um, just one-sided, but to be able to build a relationship, whether it's one-to-one or in groups or however we can make it happen. So please believe that something of that will be um, in the works in the near future. I'm really considering, um, as some of you may know, I have another um, entity of what I do, which is Mamas Who Hustle, and Mamas Who Hustle um is designed to bring women, um single women, um, single women who happen to have children um together to have community and to be able to just build and empower one another. And I think it's important that I say single women who have children, because oftentimes there's a misconception um that we're single mothers. And that's not the case. Like my children are very um connected with their fathers. And I have that support there. But as a mother and as a woman who is single, um, I don't necessarily have the same support for myself as a married woman or as a woman in a relationship. So that's where the difference is. And that's what Mamas Who Hustle um, supports. It supports single women who have children Um, because the idea is to provide the holistic support for the woman and not always necessarily for the mothering piece. And that's totally different. Um, yeah. So mama, so will be going to the Bahamas, the Bahamas, August 12th to the 16th. And then when I come back, when we come back from the Bahamas, um, I want to do like a dinner, a brunch, rent an Airbnb or something. And not charge for it actually just do a group where we all just get together in a circle and just love on each other just build community and relationship because that is so 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 important um and as I prepare to go to law school um I start on well orientation is August 7th and then law school officially starts on August 21st and so I'm intentionally building a very strong um table of supportive women who don't always look like me who have different backgrounds so that I can have sounding boards as I go through this transition for the next three and a half years. Um, And so I encourage you to do the same. Build um, a table, build a table of at least three to five women whose backgrounds um, vary, whose um, demographics, experiences vary, but they connect to what you're trying to accomplish in your life. So you may have someone around finances, a woman who is um, strategically sound in her finances, and she's accomplished goals that you want to accomplish. Um, You want someone around your spiritual life, helping you to pray, intercede, or meditate however you um, get down with your practice. Um, Someone who Um, exemplifies the characteristics that you would want to see as a mother Um, so someone who can help you um, with the mothering the nurturing piece and then you want someone who um, can mentor you in your career field or in your area so someone who has accomplished great things in the particular realm that you would like to tap into Um, have someone of that regard or in your circle or at your table And then you want to have um, a friend, someone who just holds you accountable for your bullshit, someone who knows you as a person who knows um, you innately and is able to hold you accountable for things that you said you were going to do for yourself and for others. So this week, um, take some time and evaluate if you have a table, because we always talk about a seat at the table, who's at your table, table this, table that, table this, blah, blah, blah. But really, who is sitting with you? Really, a table is just a place where you sit together, you create ideas, you listen, you build community, you love, you break bread. So who are the people in your corner that you're breaking bread with, that you're building community with, that you're loving on? And I encourage you to get five people intentionally and let those five people know that they are a part of your table. Let them know um, what you are asking of them, what the expectation is, and see if they have space to provide that for you. And it doesn't have to be a heavy lift. Like with my table, my round table, we only meet, I meet with all five of them once a quarter. And then individually, I meet with them maybe once a month. And sometimes it's by phone, sometimes it's just check ins. It doesn't have to be extremely formal. But as we begin to grow and as we begin to expect more of ourselves, it's so important that we have a table or a group of people that hold us accountable. And again, they don't necessarily have to be your friends per se, but they have to be people who have accomplished or who can exemplify the morals and the characteristics that you're trying to establish and build yourself. Amen. Amen. And that was a tangent that wasn't even the thought or the focus for this week, but definitely um, something that needed to be said. So there it is. And I encourage you all to implement it and then come back to me and let me know how it works for you or how it worked for you. So, um, this weekend, um, we, Completed the Black Excellence Weekend with the Urban Leadership Foundation of Colorado. And it was so awesome because this was my first time executing three major events in one weekend. Um, Usually I do them like every other weekend or something like that. But to have three events in one weekend, it was definitely a heavy task. But God is so faithful because as you just allow yourself to be in God, God stretches you and shows you what you are capable of. And sometimes it'll blow your own mind. And it definitely blew my mind this weekend. So I'm extremely grateful to God that as I learn to just be and um, allow the spirit to just move and guide and direct me, that like creativity comes so easily, the ability to flow in my gift and my purpose comes so easily because it's not me and it's God. And it's just dope. And so this um, weekend was the fifth anniversary for Thanksgiving in July. And Thanksgiving in July um, is my baby. That's, it's my baby. So Thanksgiving in July is a community barbecue for people without homes. And I don't call them homeless. I don't say homeless because when you um, start to take away um, the identity of a person. And when you start to replace it with adjectives and not proper nouns, um, translation gets lost and sensitivity gets lost. And oftentimes we don't see people without homes as people. I know in Colorado, especially in Denver, um, sometimes they're seen as um, disturbances or um, issues or everything but human. And so when I moved back to Colorado in 2016, I noticed, um, the increase of the homeless population in the community that I grew up in. And from there, I'm like, God, I really want to do something because this just doesn't seem right. And so, um, God birthed the idea of Thanksgiving in July. And so in 2017 of July, by myself individually, solely, I did a huge barbecue, um, for the people without homes at the sunny Lawson Park in Denver Colorado and so I had different um people cook actually I had my cousins I had my cousin Jay and Linnea my cousin KK my cousin Tracy like the first one was the whole family affair and all my cousins and my family they were the ones who came out and did the barbecue and a couple of my friends did too and we served over I bullshit you not the first year we served over 700 people and we had um a We had um, barbecue, we had uh, people giving haircuts, we had a DJ. It was just a really, really good time. And so um, we continue to do it every single year. And even with COVID, we didn't miss a beat with COVID. What we did is we transitioned into food trucks and we just did pop-up deliveries um, to people without homes during um, COVID, during the COVID year of 2020. And so I um, wanted to just do a podcast to just talk about Thanksgiving in July, where it came from and why I do it every year. Um, I think it's important for us, again, as you guys all know that I love God. I am a firm believer of Christ. That doesn't make me perfect. As y'all know, I'm very much so a little still me. I'm still Jasmine, but I love God. I love Christ, and I know that it's our job and our obligation to be the hands and feet of God. And we're called as believers. God said, if you love me, you'll feed the homeless. You'll provide shelter to those who are in need. You'll give love to the widows. And so oftentimes when we become these astute Christians and all of these things, we actually forgive what we're called to do. We end up in church buildings, and then we actually get a little sadity. And we also start to think we're better than people. And that shit is so disgusting, but it happens all the time. And so for me as a believer, I couldn't allow myself to be a religious person, AKA a Pharisee, someone who goes to church every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, someone who looks good on the outside, can shout praise, pray, and speak in tongues with the best of them. But then when I see somebody in need, I turn the other way, or I look lift my head up as if I'm better than them, absolutely not, so I realize that if I am going to call myself a believer, if I really say that I love God the way that I profess, then it's my obligation and my responsibility to be the hands in christ of <clears throat> the hands and feet of Christ, and so that's where Thanksgiving in July came from. My idea was I just wanted to create. Um, An environment for a day where people without homes can come and feel loved, feel appreciated and know that someone sees them regardless of how they got into their situations or regardless of where they are in life. And it is so overwhelming. It's so beautiful because we have over 100 volunteers that come up, come out every single year and it never fails that the volunteers are far more impacted then people without homes it's such a humbling experience and it never fails that one of our volunteers one or two of our volunteers will come across someone that they grew up with come across the family member or someone that they knew and it allows you to put things into perspective we get so caught up in the wrong things Um, in this rat race of trying to prove ourselves and trying to be accepted and trying to attain things and money and materialistic and fame and to be seen. And that's so far from what we were purposed and created for. And I think Thanksgiving in July um, puts things back into perspective for so many people. When you're out there with people without homes who are still able to love and laugh and celebrate and just have joy, it puts things into perspective for those who have everything but joy. It's God's work, and I'm grateful. It's the fifth year, like I said, we were at Sunny Lawson Park in Denver, Colorado. This year, we served over 725 people without homes Yet again, we had three food trucks. We had CJ Sticky Fingers. We had Nails Down Down Home Barbecue, and we had um, Colorado Michigan Food Truck. All small, um, small black owned businesses, and I'm very intentional about that as well, making sure that we are supporting people who look like us, supporting these businesses so that they can flourish as well. So we had our three food trucks. Um, Denver Water, they made, they um, sponsored water. They were on site providing water and water bottles. Um, We had over 500 pairs of shoes that were given to us by Soul to Soul, a nonprofit organization that provides um, shoes for people in need. And the Urban Leadership Foundation of Colorado provided over 700 backpacks with hygiene kits, blankets, and so many different things inside of them. And so it was just a really good time to give. We had a barber on, um, on site as well, who was able to provide haircuts. And, um, we had our DJ, we have performances from our cheerleaders, um, a young lady by the name of Quish Washington, who was so phenomenal. Um, she pulled the, talent show together with so many cheerleaders and young people so it was good to just have um the energy of our youth there as well and it was also good for them to see um what poverty looks like in real time and it was also good for them to see and know that they're able to make a difference even as a young person so thanksgiving in july completed its its fifth year this year And I'm excited because as we go to our next year, um, I understand, and I know that it's going to look completely different and I'm expecting God to do some amazing work. Um, the idea and the concept is this time next year, um, we'll actually develop tiny villages for people without homes. So we'll create a sense of community and home for, um, for African-Americans in the BIPOC community who are experiencing homelessness, but this time we'll be able to have a community and shelter and somewhere to provide for them to stay. So my next project is Tiny Villages for Thanksgiving in July, and I believe that this time next year we'll be doing Thanksgiving in July in our own community. So I'm on a hunt for land. I'm on a hunt for land, really. Um, Land and um, a building. We already have people in place to make it happen. And so I am excited. I'm trusting God. I know that this is his work and anything that we do for him will be glorified and exceed our expectations beyond what we could ever think, imagine, or ask for. So Thanksgiving in July is purpose to help bring um, people in transition closer to God and I know that it's going to come forth. I am so grateful for every volunteer, for every person who has stood by my side, my cousin KK, my cousin Linnea, my cousin Tracy, Mac, and Ramon. Um, you guys are there from the very beginning, and Mac and Ramon, you guys show up every single year, and I'm grateful for every one of our volunteers, for Keisha, Michelle, and Toot, Um, I thank you guys for remaining with me, Gabrielle, year after year after year. Um, Thank you, Um, Ryan Ross from the Urban Leadership Foundation of Colorado. Thank you for believing in the dream and standing back and supporting as I do what I do. Um, Yeah, it's an honor and it's a blessing to serve. And please believe just like I did, you can do it too. It doesn't, be, it doesn't have to be around the homeless, but I know that God has given you something, um, a particular area or subject that tugs at your heart. Maybe it's animals. Maybe it's babies. Maybe it is something around the homeless, but there is a particular assignment with your name on it, and you don't have to wait for anyone else to move because God has already equipped you to move. So take that first step. And know that even if the first step isn't as big as you would like it to be, as you continue to step, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So I encourage you, figure out what your Thanksgiving in July is and pursue it with nothing but compassion and commitment and trust that God will bring you full and complete excellence. It's me, Jasmine Elizabeth. I thank you so much for tapping into the Jazz Jewel of the Week. Please, please, please share with your friends, subscribe, review, and um, send me a message. Like I said, you can reach me on my website, jelizas.com. You can email me, jelizas at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Jasmine Elizabeth. Instagram is jeliza. And I will talk to you all next week. Love you.